0: I'm here today with the smart one, Brent. <laughs> debatable. Uh, the sexy one, Brent. <laughs> <laughs> Undeniable. No, yeah. The old one, Brent. And uh, I'll give it to ski. You. He's the nice one. Hoi, hoi. <laughs> and I am Alan. I didn't figure any of the three applied to me, any of the four. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> and today we're going to be discussing uh, Season 5, Episode 9, a Comedy of Errors, mm-hmm. or probably just comedy. I don't think there's yeah. an A at the beginning of That's it. Correct. And uh, today Brent's going to be doing our recap, mm-hmm. but we will still, of course, have our uh, rating out of eight slices of cheesecake, mm-hmm. or MVPs for the episode, and we'll bring up our favorite lines as we come across them, as Brent skims over them. <laughs> 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 so uh, without further ado, oh, you know, we did have a couple uh, listener interactions oh, for me to mention. Very nice.
1: Throw them at us. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, we had gotten a message. Um, hopefully, it'll be going up here soon. But from Jennifer, she has uh, put one of her stickers uh, up in a very nice place between a it couple is. of. Uh, it's going to be the classiest post this side of a night at the opera. <laughs> but by, by the time you're hearing this, here in a few weeks from when we're recording it, it should be out there mm-hmm. on the Instagram. But if you Agreed. haven't. Check us out. What's the Instagram address, Brent? Uh, I don't know. It's like Sophia's Choice PC. Yeah, it's our podcast. One of the the two. Um, Sophia's Choice. I'm sure if you search for that on the Instagram, you'll find Mm
2: -hmm. us. If you Google um, reality records, we're promoted on there. (laughs) (laughs) They wore Brent down.
0: (laughs) You like that one? I did. I did. That was good.
1: (laughs) I was glad I at least remembered the conversation from before (laughs) because...
0: And then we also got a uh, comment from uh, Shanna. She oh, had, yeah. uh, now she was you know fairly early into the uh-huh. uh, series, and we were kind of wondering how long would it be till she heard us mention her. Yeah, she's burned through the entire thing nice. and she's all the way caught up now. Wow, Very yeah, nice. she's she listening in real time, right. And she did say that she she made it past uh, season one episode twenty and will Yay. forever be amazed how continually it gets worked into every episode or almost every <laughs> episode. <laughs> And that, she, that qualifies uh, her for a sticker. Uh, <laughs> certainly, yeah. She oh, would yeah. definitely reach out Maybe if you'd like a sticker. Three. We'd love to send a couple your way. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, she said that uh, Brent picked a hill to die on defending Professor Cooper <laughs> and that she can respect your dedication. Um, exactly. My commitment to the bit knows no bounds. <laughs> <laughs> I said that I, uh, I'd i say your respect that her respect is misplaced. <laughs> but I'm sure you'll appreciate it nonetheless. Absolutely. Thank you, Shana. <laughs> and she did to clarify, she didn't respect your stance, and <laughs> just your dedication. Just <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
2: Exactly. Exactly. It's one of those things that's like, I don't support those jihadist cause, but I do appreciate their dedication. Right.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, They really go all out. Huh? Exactly.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so.
0: Anyways, well, that's all I have for this week, Yeah, you know, but we'll probably have a couple more on our next episode. Yeah. Thank you, Shannon.
1: Very much so, yes. Yeah, and Jennifer.
0: i uh, look yeah, forward Jennifer to yeah, absolutely. getting that posted.
2: So. Yeah, yeah. Um, we'll be up four days in our time and, I don't know, six and a half weeks in your time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know how It'll this is working. It'll
0: be but a memory by the time you hear this podcast. Yeah, but uh, exactly. But if you didn't see it the first time around, go check it out. And, and again, yeah. if you want those stickers uh, we love, yeah. we'd love to send them to you free of charge. Just... You know hit us up on one of the one mm-hmm. of the messaging systems, Instagram, Twitter, yeah. or uh, Facebook, and we'll get one sent out your way.
2: Absolutely. And you know, send us a picture of wherever you've you know placed it and we'll post that on the Instagram as well, well. Fun stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about that earlier today. We don't we've not been the best about posting you know a lot of content out there on the Instagram. Mm-hmm. like sometimes we do better than others or whatever, sure. but lately, like the vast majority, of the things that we've been posting have been like, you know, listener generated content. All right. And I love that because I generally like when I post something and it's like, well, I'm preaching
0: to the choir, mm-hmm. but now we've got like the choir preaching to the choir. Right. <laughs> the, the only, <laughs> the only thing that would make it better is if when you're doing your preaching, if you'd use a fucking hashtag here or there, no, I'm not feeding the <laughs> algorithm. The algorithm is what brings in the people to see it. No. Um, no. Yeah, that is how it works. No, no, no. no I think you're right. I think
2: you're, you're, you're exactly right. Uh, but I'm not playing that game. <laughs> Fight the system, right? Exactly. That's what keeps us punk rock. Oh, really? You know, absolutely. No <laughs> not
1: mainstream. Exactly.
2: Exactly. You know what? We get the real believers. Mm-hmm. Exactly. You know, we're making zero concessions <laughs> to being a commercial podcast.
0: <laughs> I have a feeling that if, um, if somebody came around with a small amount of money that they were willing to throw away then our punk rock ways would be a thing of the past <laughs> you'd be hashtagging 35 times on every post and that's what it took <laughs> exactly.
2: but until then we have an excuse for being failures right <laughs> it's like well of course nobody listens we don't use the hashtags <laughs> yeah that's what it is it's
0: Brent's lack of hashtags that have held us back all if this only time only that it was a conscious choice <laughs> Well, I, I look at this as a practice podcast, in all honesty. Um, <laughs> practice podcast. Yeah, because yeah, obviously since it has a, a defined end date, uh-huh. it's not something that could go on for a long period yeah. of time. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? I don't
1: and, know. You could definitely make reasons for it to go on forever. <laughs> I mean, I, I
0: guess. But there have been other people who have done... It would just
1: get worse and worse over time. Yeah, and it would become
0: <laughs> less Long and less Golden Girls related anyway, unless we kept going back through. I'm like, okay, uh-huh. now this week we're going to talk about mm-hmm. Season 1, Episode 1 again. Uh-huh. Um, but Endlessly debated. But yeah. I do feel like our, our skills as podcaster I use that term super loosely, uh-huh. but I do think they're better than they were um, yeah. initially. And so yeah. I did get someone who reached out to me talking about... Uh, like services they offer to podcasts, oh, yeah. you know, like editing and things like oh, yeah. that. And that would be one of my dreams is to really? get to a point where we could afford to have someone else do that part of it. Oh, yeah. <laughs>
2: exactly. It's one of those things Is like, man, you have no idea how much my week is spent editing out the the sound of this creaky Davenport. <laughs>
0: right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, if we got a sponsor, okay, if a sponsor came in <laughs> and, and was like, we'll give you a 100 bucks a week, you know, for this podcast to sponsor uh-huh. us, and you'd be like, well, how come I'm only getting $10 a week? I'd be like, because 60 going to the people editing this yeah. shit. And then 10 going to each of you two and managing it gets 20 <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. But uh, but still. Anyway. i almost edited it
2: for 60 bucks. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'd, I'd give you a tight eight-minute episode. <laughs> 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 Seems like
1: a little bit's missing from last time. Right? Yeah. <laughs>
2: I don't know. I heard all my words. Short (laughs) short and sweet is what it
1: would be. You could always make it like in like super fast mode too. Mm
2: -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. Slow it down for the. One and a half speed. Yeah. Like we all (laughs) sound like the micro machine man. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Exactly. (laughs) Anyways yeah i I do not anticipate us getting any sponsorships on this one yeah. I, I think if we have anybody send us more free things to uh to talk about yeah. then that'd be awesome um, yeah. <laughs> but but like I said I think if we do enjoy this enough as it continues on to do something else afterwards, mm-hmm. I don't think it'll be specific to one particular okay. but i but I am still you know at least uh, strongly considering the suggestions from several and your suggestion mm-hmm. of continuing this at least through Golden Palace. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm
2: not alone. Mermaiden34, she's yeah. on board with Golden Palace there's been as a well. couple
0: people that have yeah. mentioned it. Um, there's a new podcast out there. I don't know what it's called. I can't remember. But it, it advertises itself as the only Golden Girls and Golden Palace podcast. Really? <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, I think Several of the other podcasts that have done Golden Girls uh-huh. have covered Golden Palace, too. Yeah. So or at
2: least they will <laughs> right. when they
0: get there. <laughs> <laughs> so, but I can't imagine they're like, this is what will pull them in. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> like Golden Palace. As
1: they make the brag, it becomes true. <laughs>
0: right. Sweet, sweet Don Cheadle action.
2: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that, anyways, Don Cheadle was in that No Sudden Moves movie. Oh, yeah? It was really, really good. It's on the HBO Max. It came out, I think, last
0: year at some
2: point. It's good.
0: We, um, right now we're watching, oh, uh, Inventing Anna, I think it's called. I think my wife's watching that. Yeah. yeah it's Well, we watched Ozark, and that has that Julia Garner, who's the mm-hmm. lead actress. Is and, she the blonde one? Uh, yes. Like, with the curly hair that looks like yes. Justin Timberlake? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And and she's the one who plays Anna. Uh, okay. She's having a moment. Sotkin or whatever. Yeah. Um. And it's it's pretty solid, but each episode is like an hour long, and some of them are a little bit longer than that. Mm -hmm. And for whatever reason, it's just, it feels like it's taken us forever to get through it. Like, we, a lot of times, even if they're hour-long episodes of something, we can burn through two in a night and get through it quick. But this one, I feel like we've already been working on it for two weeks, and we're only five episodes in out of the nine, so. Yeah. It's crazy,
2: like... If something's over an hour, it just takes you so much longer to get through it. Yeah. Even if it's, like... Just slightly over an hour, even? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, Sherlock is one of those things that, like, I love that show, um, but the episodes are 90 minutes. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's an investment. I can't...
0: I don't have that. <laughs> well, and there's something, too, about not having the commercials. Because yeah. Because yeah. it's like, it is really, you're getting a full hour, or in that yeah. case, 90 minutes yeah. out of that show, and because normally you watch an hour-long show that's on network TV of some sort, then mm-hmm. you're really getting like 45 minutes mm-hmm. of a show, and yeah, it feels exactly. broken up and goes quick because you have the commercial breaks in yeah. between. Yeah, it
1: has more, almost easier transitions sometimes. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: But uh, like I said, it's a good show. I mean, if you're a fan of, of her or Anna, uh, the one from uh, My, My Girl. Girl yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, I can I can never remember how her last name is, yeah, but either. anyway, if you're fans of th- of those two people, um, Julia Garner her, definitely give it a try. But. Yeah. It may take you a little while to get through if you're like me. You know who I like, the Jennifer Garner. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I, I, I don't know if I, if I'm a big fan of Jennifer Garner. Really? Yeah. I do. You have get... a
1: favorite movie that she's been
2: in or show? Um, no, I just want to like her. Whenever, I mean, like
0: she pops up in something. Like, I, it seems
2: like now she plays the
0: mom in a lot of like stuff. Mm-hmm. But well, I, I know like I enjoyed her in Thirteen Going On Thirty. Like that yeah. was a fun movie. Yeah. But I like that one. It's just something where I get the feeling, that maybe part of this is from different things I've heard from Kevin Smith. Um, uh-huh. She yeah. seems like maybe a bit of a stick-in-the-mud kind of a person yeah, who I'm doesn't enjoy I'm not really much, yeah. I don't think everybody needs to be as loosey-goosey with their morals as you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I think my morals are, are pretty on point, um, but I think my sense of humor. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I need someone who, if I tell a joke, is going to be like, oh, that's funny not be like oh that's not funny yeah <laughs> you know like, like it's fine if you don't think what I say is funny that's okay but if you don't think it's funny because you think it's inappropriate then mm-hmm. I feel like we're probably not going to get along that well yeah so at least on a consistent basis like once yeah. in a while I may say something you're like oh that's mm-hmm. not appropriate cross but, the
1: line man cross the line <laughs> right
0: <laughs> but if it's like most of my jokes you're kind of like hmm, let's yeah. be serious about this yeah <laughs> <laughs> but, I don't know.
1: did you like Electra or did you see it I
0: enjoyed it for what it was. I never yeah. saw that. Right? Right. I saw it's her good. on Daredevil. Like, course, yeah. yeah. I mean, neither of them are great movies compared to what the Marvel Cinematic Universe puts out now, but they were both pretty solid movies oh, for their time. I respectfully disagree. I think the director's
2: cut of Daredevil is one of the all-time greats.
0: Well, I have not seen the director's cut, but the oh God, the original so cut weird. of it is is only mediocre, in my opinion. The director's cut is... Really? Genius. Oh, it's so good. It's okay, really, it really good. I'll yeah. check it out sometime. Yeah. Now, what about the director's cut of Electra? Have you watched that it's one It's not yet? good. Oh. But well, <laughs> it's it's not a marked improvement. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, just, okay. Well, then like, I won't like add that I to If I give the like, list.
2: Electra two slices of cheesecake, I would give the director's cut of Electra like Two and a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> How many
0: slices would you give Daredevil initially, and then in, in the director's cut version?
2: Um, the original cut, I would give five and a half. The director's cut, seven and a half.
0: Wow, wow. that is a pretty, uh, pretty solid rating. Yeah, um, and you're you're not the most generous of raiders when it comes to movies. Mm-hmm. So, nope. All right, well, maybe we'll save that for our next podcast that we do about oh, other I had general a question things for sure. both of you
1: guys. Okay. If we're on Marvel stuff. Have you both seen the start new Spider Man movie? Yes. <laughs> new yes. ish, at yeah. least now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um I know uh Matt Murdock, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dyr- yeah. He is in that uh as a lawyer, right? Right, uh, yes. Um is that the one that was in the Daredevil series? Yes, yes. that is
0: the same. Mm-hmm. Same that's in the Daredevil series. And yeah. you've watched Hawkeye, right? Yes. That is he also appears. That oh, yeah. the yeah, this yeah. surprising villain at the end of that also appears in the Daredevil series. Okay. So
1: I already talked about that before.
0: Yeah, so they're definitely kind of crossing over from that Netflix world into this, which I like because I, I really enjoyed yeah. several of those. Uh, pretty much all of those shows I liked, mm-hmm. um, but the Daredevil one and the Punisher one were particularly good. Yeah. And they're all available on the Disney Plus now. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, oh, are they? under the category right, yeah. of, like
2: the Defenders saga.
0: I saw somebody was uh, there's like a parenting group that's real up in arms about that. Yeah, yeah, I saw that. So.
2: Um, is this because it's violent? violent yeah, yeah.
0: I mean, yeah. they're they're a little more hard edged than what most Disney Plus content is. So speaking of, um, Madam Gow, um does one of the voices on Turning Red. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, very cool. I haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. But hopefully, by the time you're hearing this, I'll have certainly watched mm-hmm. it. But it's good. You know, we're recording this basically just after the opening weekend mm-hmm. of that movie. Yeah. Um, a few days passed, but I haven't gotten around to it yet. Apparently, I've Nikki and Alexis
1: were watching it. Were at the hospital.
0: Oh, really? Yeah. Well, I hope they enjoyed it. And yeah. I hope that uh, I'll,
1: I'll ask
0: them. Okay. I'll find out. be looking forward to hearing their feedback. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Tell you first, and then
2: and then straight to the podcast.
0: All right, good deal. Cool. Okay, Brent. So you ready to kick us off now? Yeah, absolutely. Okay.
2: Uh, so Sophia's Choice, season five, episode nine, Comedy of Errors. So this one dropped on November twenty fifth, nineteen eighty nine. It was directed by Terry Hughes and. Like most other Pisces who'd been born on February 25th, he was most powerful on November 25th uh, when he put his talents toward a cause greater than himself. Okay. It was written by the creator of Blossom, Don Rio, and you did the Lord's work with Blossom, sir. Teenage Brent salutes you. (laughs) So, November 25th. A great many things happened on November 25th, but honestly, only one struck my fancy. I'm talking about the birth of Emmy-nominated actor Eddie Steeples in Mm.
0: 1973 no idea who Eddie Steeples is, so no, I'm looking nor do forward I. to hearing more. Oh, you're going to learn some things. <laughs> <laughs> I imagine more about Eddie Steeples in the episode, but go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Stranger things have happened.
2: Hey, right, so Eddie Steeples, uh, born in St. Louis, Missouri, but raised in Houston, Texas. Eddie Steeples was the oldest of eight children. He graduated high school in 1992 and moved to California where he studied acting and he ended up studying at a few different places before a ship finally came in in 2004.
0: Okay.
2: Cuz in 2004 Eddie was cast as the rubber band man in a series of commercials for Office Max. Oh. This Emmy nominated turn as the hippest guy to ever push an office supply cart got Eddie onto People Magazine's sexiest man alive list. Wow. Okay. So imagine you're an actor who's been struggling for a decade but who then gets cast in an instantly iconic commercial, receives an Emmy nomination, or the sl- commercial? Yep.
1: I well, didn't even know they had for commercials, yep. honestly.
2: And a slot on People Magazine's Sexiest Man Alive list. That's, that's quite a step up. Exactly. So how do you wrap up that year? You take yourself a nice vacation, which is exactly what Eddie Steeples did. Oh, okay. He decided to spend his Christmas break vacationing in Thailand. Ah. Okay. Now, if you're a history buff, and since you're listening to a 7th rate Golden Girls podcast, I must assume that you are,
0: you probably know <laughs>
2: what happens next. That's right. Eddie Steeples was hit by the largest and deadliest tsunami in recorded history. Wow. So the December 26th Indian Ocean earthquake and tsunami killed 230,000 people. Oh, my gosh. And for a week, Eddie's family believed he was amongst them. But luckily, Eddie was just merely displaced, and he was able to communicate with his family again at the start of 2005. Wow. And it's a good thing he did, because in 2005, that's when Eddie Steeples became Harry Monroe, a.k.a. Darnell Turner, on My Name is Earl. Oh, So Eddie oh, Steeples okay. may have lost the Sexiest Man Alive title to Jude Law in 2004, but he kicked the ass of some 500-mile waves that tried to rob him of his greatest year ever.
0: And for that, we say, hey, crab man. <laughs> Very nice. Yeah, I would have never guessed in a million years that <laughs> who Eddie Steeples was. <laughs> exactly. So, yeah. I, I do not remember these iconic commercials at all, either. But now oh, you I don't remember go...
2: the rubber band Man commercial? Mm-mm. I think I kind of do he's like pushing the car. Is he wearing
1: like a collared shirt and stuff? Yeah,
2: yeah,
1: yeah, like a white collared shirt or something. Yeah, like? And like yeah I think I might kind
2: of. There are man songs playing and everything.
0: I mean, I would definitely want to check it out because I, mm-hmm. I enjoyed him a lot on My Name Is Earl. Oh yeah, yeah. Do you have any post My Name Is Earl news there? Or is that it for no, uh, it. Eddie Steeple? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I mean, he showed up in the guest book and raising oh, okay. hope. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, apparently, there sure. aren't enough other uh, creators that uh, appreciate his talents. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, anywho, uh, get started
2: on this recap. I don't know. Um, so, this episode here, you're probably going to end up editing yourself? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't see the, the money rolling <laughs> in
0: anytime soon. Okay. <laughs> well, I don't know if
2: this recap is going to require the most edits or the least edits. Oh,
0: okay. Uh, Do you have a lot of, uh, well, I know Ski, I probably the thing I have to edit the most is his racist rants. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. I mean, Gosh he, dang it, all. Well, if you want, I can speed through it so it eases him, He doesn't even have a chance. <laughs> well, the thing is, is with him, it's like we've gotten to the point where we just make it a section. He, and he never listens to the podcast, so he doesn't know that it's like skis, racist rants, never actually make the cut. Mm-hmm. <laughs> exactly. But, uh, but anyways, yeah, I'll be... So, so do you think this is going to cause me less edits because it will be brief? Yeah. Or more edits because... Why would it cause me the most edits ever possibly? I think it'll... So I think
2: it'll, there'll be fewer edits. I'm not speaking correctly now. Um, so yeah, maybe more edits. Okay. That, <laughs> no, um, I think both the brevity and the fact
0: that I actually rehearsed this oh, like okay. eight or nine times. Wow, Fire that, away. that makes me actually nervous now about that. I, I'm excited. You're I'm hoping excited? It, yeah, I hope it's almost Thank like you. a an epic poem or something. It is. <laughs> So what, we're going to listen to the fucking Iliad now? (laughs) Exactly.
2: So we'll start Act 1, and for the very first time, I'm doing my recap completely in rhyme. There's a lot to cover and a lot to unpack, but we'll get through it before the screen fades to black. One thing I must note, please don't take offense, but I'm recapping the episode all in past tense. (laughs) Blanche opened a letter. She received quite the scare. The IRS says she did not declare... Dorothy tried to console her. It didn't last long. She quickly knew that Blanche was wrong. Though Blanche says Dorothy's not just a lodger, Dorothy knows Blanche is just a tax dodger. Dorothy then said that she had the blues. Helen Colquist had died. She just got the news. This made Dorothy think of her own bucket list. She had so much to do before joining Colquist. Before we go any further, let's take a short break and appreciate the humor of Cincinnati Jake, a hairless cat, and a one-legged donor. Let's just move on before Ski gets a boner. <laughs> <laughs> Too late. <laughs> as soon as you started
0: rhyming, then... <laughs> <laughs> exactly. It was done. He was regretting his sweatpants attire. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Should have worn the corduroy. So
2: Dorothy's list includes homecoming queen, along with comedian and something obscene, Blanche says not to worry. She didn't miss much. She'd slept with Delvecchio. He wasn't that clutch. <laughs> Rose enters the room. She's rather morose. Roger Barton from work. Don't want no mo' Rose. <laughs> Other Goldens are old or sexy or smart. Rose likes being nice. It's what sets her apart. <laughs> Roger's dog had died. It just bought the farm. Who knew electricity could cause such harm? Rose decides to replace his old dog Sparky. Personally, I think that's a lot of malarkey. Sophia plates them some dinner using a slotted utensil, and the talk returns to Dorothy's potential. She makes a decision to try open mic night. If Dickie Hertz can do it, she'll do all right. We go to act two and Roger's arrival. Rose bought him a cat. Now it's his new rival. Sir Roger's new cat ate his old parakeet. Rose feels just awful, so she takes the heat. But things worked out. Sophia's friend took the cat. Sarah Antonelli has mice. Now the cat's getting fat. Let's switch to the kitchen and Blanche's box of receipts. Turns out it's empty, like Dorothy's bed sheets. Speak... Speaking of Dorothy, she's having a snack and also working on her nightclub act. She's probably been working for quite a while when Sophia enters to show off her smile. It turns out her teeth, all sparkly and clean, had been through the washing machine. She tells the first joke on her sequential list. Sophia thinks it's existentialist. Dorothy complains about her lack of support. Sophia responds that she's just a bad sport. Then they talk of Phil and his fear of Nam and teenage Dorothy becoming a mom. So the next scene happens on a different day. We're not quite sure how long we're away. We know Dorothy's act made Sophia nauseous and Blanche has returned from her accountant's office. The accountant told Blanche next Tuesday they'll meet us. Meanwhile, Rose made a cake to give Roger diabetes. <laughs> Blanche speaks... <laughs> that was your best rhyme so far. like that one. <laughs> <Yeah>. So Blanche <laughs> speaks of Dorothy and how people hurt her. <laughs> then Rose tells the story of a lonely sheep herder. We cut to the hallway where Roger resides. Rose and her cake in their elevator rides. She gives him the cake, a token of peace. He says he wants her to stop and to cease. <laughs> But Rose learned to be nice at the orphanage, and she ain't gonna stop for this son of a bitch. (laughs) Roger agrees to be her very best friend if she'll go away and stay off of his land. So Rose says goodbye to her buddy and pal, and that's the last we see of this locale. So now that Roger has said his adieu, we cut to the nightclub in Dorothy's debut. Dickie Hertz leaves the stage after showing no humor, and Dorothy proceeds to be Amy Schumer. She talks... (laughs) (laughs) She talks of her body and dating around and how women her age aren't all housebound. Now it's next Tuesday. It's time for the audit. Blanche enters an address that shows she's still got it. The doorbell rings. Blanche faces the wrath of a professional woman who knows her math. Blanche admits defeat and proceeds to the kitchen where she'll write out the check and stop all her (laughs) bitchin'. The episode ends and the credits roll. I'm sure this recap is taking its toll. But we've covered it all. We hit all the bases. I'd like to think we're in your good graces. But if you didn't like this rhymed information, then go back and listen to Adult Education.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Season 1, episode 20. Exactly. I almost went that way about how there were laughs of (laughs) plenty (laughs) in season 1, episode 20. Either one would have been fantastic. Well, that was was very well done, Brent. Mm, That was,
1: I think, easily... Your most descriptive uh, recap to date. <laughs> it actually probably and, was. It's probably and, more and, words than you typically ever use. Beyond my favorite of all the episodes we've done until now.
2: I <laughs> thank you.
0: <laughs> so the
1: only one that comes probably close is I load the first deep dive, <laughs> and <laughs> I think one time you went into real deep uh, uh, detail about print stuff, mm-hmm. like uh, being a variety of music things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. but this this is, this is this takes the cake yeah eight slices easy yeah thank you and I think I got through it without there'll be very few edits
2: on oh your part. no
0: I think that you I think you're pretty damn close to flawless on your uh, <laughs> yeah, reading of it the was and like, you very much <laughs> had that twas a night before Christmas cadence to it <laughs> um. <laughs> that's what I know <laughs> yeah.
2: it had, it that and a dr Seuss vibe <laughs> right <laughs>
0: Yeah, I guess it's good that you didn't go all the way, Doctor Seuss and start just making up nonsense words <laughs> <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> to fill in where you need rhymes up. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, well, very well done, Brent. Um, that. Certainly was the quickest, because you didn't even give us an act break for us to comment.
1: <laughs> yeah, the best we got were a few chuckles in there. Yeah, well, and it's funny, because I have
0: my different favorite lines written down here and there, um, at least ones that... We'll uh, figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> well, that's the thing, is, it's like I don't even know the context in some of these now. <laughs> <laughs> throw, throw them at
1: us, we'll remember.
0: Well, I know yeah. there was one where I think... Uh, Blanche was talking to Dorothy and said, don't you ever get a nosebleed from taking the high road all the time?
1: (laughs) Oh, Um, yeah. She was talking about uh, declaring taxes correctly. Right, yeah, Yeah. because
0: the whole thing was that Blanche had not declared that uh, the rent that she'd been paid by the other three uh, Mm -hmm. tenants of the house. Yeah, she said, you're family. You can't charge rent to family. (laughs) Right. Um,
1: (laughs) (laughs) Well, yeah, she said, what would you call that? Honest or something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And I did like, there was, I think somebody was dying or someone had died and Uh, The person said, just think of it as God telling Frank to go deep, (laughs) (laughs) which I enjoyed. Although I can't even remember now if that was Rose or Blanche that had said that. It was Blanche. Oh, it was Blanche. Okay. Oh, and I did too. Like when when Dorothy was complaining about having not been homecoming queen, Mm -hmm. um, that uh, Sophia says you can still be the homecoming queen. It'll just be a different kind of home. Mm -hmm. I think that was
1: definitely one of my favorite lines.
0: Mm -hmm. And then you did a uh, work in you know the part that was kind of in my intro as far uh-huh. as which yeah. role each of them plays. <laughs> exactly. Dorothy being the smart one, Blanche the sexy one, Sophia the old one, and uh-huh. Rose as the nice one. And uh-huh. that was well
1: worded too. Mm-hmm. What yeah. sets her apart? Mm-hmm. I was yes. like, "Ooh." <laughs> you you probably hear that in the background. Like, oh, that was a good one. <laughs> <laughs> you
2: didn't like that as good as the diabetes? Or oh, the, the diabetes <laughs> is
0: excellent too. Of course. <laughs>
2: And maybe my uh, favorite line of the
0: episode itself... Wilford would be very proud of you. <laughs> ...is uh, Dorothy was talking about some of her prior comedy act that mm-hmm. she was saying. Yeah. And she says the line, you call this tapioca? And uh, then Sophia just says, timeless. <laughs> 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 that might have been my favorite line of the actual episode, but still didn't hold a candle to the uh, mm-hmm. prose that you just uh, well, spit you. there. Let's see, you did hit the one about her running her teeth through the dishwasher. Yep. Um, that yep. one definitely was mentioned. Mm-hmm. See, and then uh, I, I thought, too, it was great that she, she mentions to Dorothy that she's in her twilight years, uh-huh. and uh, Dorothy's like, you're in your twilight years, Ma. And she says something like, are you kidding? I'm supposed to be dead. These are your twilight years. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
2: <laughs> there was one other one about,
0: uh, you know, I think her talking about uh, getting a refund after having a talk with her prior yeah. uh-huh. um, prior IRS person, yeah. and Sophia saying it's not a refund when – uh, the Auditor Leaves 220s on oh, your nightstand. Oh, yeah, stand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: I think that was one. That, I think that might have been my favorite, actually. So. A good one.
0: And then there was one last one that I particularly stood out where I, I think that, um, I can't remember who was saying it. I think Blanche was saying something to Dorothy. Um, yeah, I'm pretty sure it was Blanche saying something to Dorothy, and Dorothy was appreciative that Blanche understood okay. her situation. She said, we don't have anything in common. That was a story Sophia told me about you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Now I did think um, about in- opening the uh, episode by referring to you as a tricky dicky. Um, <laughs> <laughs> tricky dicky hunts <laughs> the bad hurts. boy of hurts, Yeah, the bad boy of comedy. <laughs> yeah. but, uh, unfortunately, I'd forgotten about that by the time I started doing yeah. the intro. <laughs> so, uh, did you have any other lines that had stood out to you, Skeet?
1: Oh, you covered almost all of them. Yeah, <laughs> and, or he did.
0: So yeah. So just the the overall. So Dorothy, do you do either of you two? too? Because I was going to ask are there any realistic bucket list type items where you're like, yeah, sometime before I die, I really want to do X. Mm -hmm. I know you're going to say something jokey, but so I'll go to ski first (laughs) so you you can think about both your jokey and your real answer, (laughs) which will both be jokey fake answers. (laughs) But how about you, Ski? Is there anything? I I have
1: some places I'd like to go. Like, uh, I'd like to go to Australia if possible. Maybe Hawaii. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: Probably Hawaii more so. Uh, But then also, I'd love to really... uh, Make like a graphic novel or comic, mm-hmm. and then I want to create my own uh, cartoon.
0: Oh, very cool!
1: Probably I, I'm kind of debating whether or not I want to go traditional cart like like cartooning, like hand drawn, mm-hmm. or if I want to kind of hybrid it with computer graphics. <laughs> yeah,
0: those are both I would say very obtainable with your skill set. Yeah. Uh, maybe not just your time management, but with your skill set for That's sure.
1: a Very well way of saying. <laughs> it. That's why they're bucket lists for retirement age. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs>
0: But, I don't know, I don't foresee you retiring, though. I ever see you working right into the grave. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
2: Four years from really? now. Yeah. I can even see you, like, postponing your own death for eight hours so you can dig your own grave. <laughs> <laughs> Please, just a few more.
1: Now, ironic you'd say that, because one thing, like, I... I I haven't had to bury a whole lot of people obviously. Yeah. Not by hand at least. <laughs> <laughs> but uh um I thought, you know, there's got to be rules and regulations on what kind of wood and stuff you can use for caskets, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And I, I'm sure they've got laws and stuff on that, but I'm thinking to myself, it's always so expensive when you go to like a funeral parlor or whatever you got to mm-hmm. buy a casket and all that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking I'll just build my own. Uh-huh. I'll find out what the re- regulations are uh-huh. and just have it waiting.
0: Like <laughs> <laughs> so, I could totally see. So Ski and I, over the last several days, have been helping my daughter with a Rube Goldberg project. Mm -hmm. Um, Have you ever built one of those? Yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. So for anybody who doesn't know, it's a thing where you use a lot of kind of simple machines um, and several steps in a convoluted process to make some simple thing happen at the end.
1: Or or maybe a variety of things. Right, yeah.
0: Um, And so we've been working on that. And I could definitely... So so like, what's the goal of her machine? It's to pop a balloon. It's an assignment. So everybody's is the same assignment Mm is to pop a balloon and... Mm -hmm. And we're in pretty good shape. I think it's due here in a few days from the yeah. time this is recording. Uh-huh. But, um, but see, he's been very helpful because he is an engineer, so uh-huh. he he knew a lot of things that were quite helpful in the process. Uh-huh. But I could definitely see him having a Rube Goldberg, <laughs> Rude a Rube Goldberg burial project for himself. Uh-huh. Where oh, man,
1: I hadn't even thought about that. Yeah, he'd now. have
0: himself. He'd lay down in the coffin, uh-huh. pull the door, and then that would just start the process uh-huh. of everything being. You know, the, <laughs> His coffee man lowered down the, you know, whatever bulldozer is shoving brilliant. the dirt in.
2: <laughs> so, so I have, is that?
0: You, yeah, that's it. Yeah, that's it on that.
2: So I've got two things to say to that. Okay. Um, so the first is, so I took a Rube Goldberg class when I was in high school. Oh, okay. Um, they had Be this thing fun. called um, a Winter Intensive. So basically, like, there was, like, a two-week period between first semester and second semester, like, mm-hmm. right after Christmas break. Sure. And for that two-week intensive, you could take whatever. And there were, like, trips you could take or whatever. Um, but one of the classes they offered one year was a Rube Goldberg thing. And so I did that. And the year that I did it, you had to have, like, you know, 25 things had to occur. But the end goal was you had to move an egg, I want to say four feet or mm. six feet or something like that. Okay. And break it. Like the egg had to move six feet and break. Oh you know? okay. That was the thing. So and basically
1: do you transfer the egg through all those processes or
2: it didn't matter it? as long as the egg from point A to point B it was six feet away and it was broken at the end. And so you know, I'd mentioned this to um my grandparents what I was doing and they gave me this um wooden egg like that they had for, like, an Easter decoration or something like that. Mm -hmm. Like, you can use this to practice with. And I was like, sweet. And so we were using that, and basically... I forget what the twenty-five steps were, but basically the egg didn't freaking move. Okay. <laughs> no, but that was by until like the last thing. Oh, okay. And then the last thing was it launched a catapult that shot the egg. Uh, you know, I was wondering six I was feet about that too. Against a um a sheet of plexiglass that we'd put up, <laughs> you know? Mm-hmm. And we had our thing and it was perfect and everything. And then it came time for like the um for the trial run or whatever. And we were given, like, three eggs, and we were told, all right, you can use two of them to practice, Mm. but then the final egg you have to use for your actual, like, demonstration to show it works. And so we do it. Well, it turns out the wooden egg was substantially heavier than the uh-huh. Smashed <laughs> the hell out of it, right? Totally cleared the plexiglass. <laughs> oh, like, no. Launched it across the room. <laughs> like, we're doing it. At <laughs> least it broke, right? It did. It shot, like, 30 feet. <laughs> it like, hit a wall. Goal it, accomplished. And so we were so lucky it didn't, like, hit another kid. Right. <laughs> because it totally cleared that plexiglass we were aiming for. <laughs> so... But then the other thing you mentioned as far as, like, um, you know, skis like Rube Goldberg death contraption or whatever. Mm. <laughs> Do you remember the suicide booths in Futurama? Vaguely. Um. Like, they were in the first episode and appeared periodically. And, like, so that's how he meets Bender. Because, like, Bender's going into a suicide booth. And they're mm. like, hey, you want to save a quarter or whatever? and Go <laughs> double up. But basically, like, they show, like, inside the booth, like, all these knives and chainsaws and stabby things <laughs> coming out. To... <laughs> and I was reading the other day oh, yeah, that I remember that. You don't remember that was that the first at all? episode, right? Yeah, yeah. But somebody was talking that basically, like, you have to have suicide booths, okay? Mm. Because it's pretty much impossible to die in like Futurama, because uh. like doctors can do anything. Oh, right. Like people are always like losing their head and then getting their body <laughs> reassembled and everything. But if you use like the suicide booth, they're like, oh, well, we don't want to do all of our modern technology <laughs> to bring them back to life. They really wanted to die. <laughs> mm.
0: That's pretty funny. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I, 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 that's a show that I definitely want to, because I watch The Simpsons pretty consistently with yeah. the kids, and that's one that I'd yeah. kind of like to go start to finish mm-hmm. with them. It's really good. Um, And Sherry, I don't think has ever watched Futurama, at least not more than a handful of episodes yeah. just here yeah, and there. Any, uh, seasons it had? I think counting like the reunion stuff, I think they had like 12 or 13 maybe. Yeah, well, and it's awkward because it's like they started off on Fox for a long time, mm-hmm. then they went to Comedy Central, mm-hmm. um, and then I think they went to maybe Cartoon Network at some point. Yeah. So they jumped around a bit during their run, so I don't know if it's difficult at all to find. Well, I think they're all on Hulu. Oh, Because okay. that's who's doing the new episodes. Oh, okay. Good Are there new ones, though? Yeah, they just announced it, like, within the last two weeks or wow. so. Oh, okay. So it'll be
2: a year or so before they even get right. episodes out. Still,
0: it's pretty cool, though, that they're yeah. going to have some new ones. Yeah, yeah, That gives me even more motivation to... Yeah. Matt grating City was excited to be canceled again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we did have um, several guest actors in that episode. We did. Um, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, go ahead. Uh,
1: you guys didn't say what your uh, um, bucket list stuff was.
0: Oh, sorry. So, Brent, uh, what, what would your bucket list items be? Uh, I've always thought it would be fun to do a Golden Palace podcast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> did you have a second one, by chance?
2: I think I'd like to write a book.
0: Oh, yeah, I think I could definitely see that. You're yeah. very uh, well-written, very well-spoken. So. Yes, um the only My only concern is that because of your insane memory... You may accidentally write someone else's book <laughs> and be like, This is brilliant. I think it's the best book I've ever read. And then you'll realize that it is the best book I ever read when I was in seventh grade. <laughs> exactly. Exactly.
2: Exactly. So, you know, look for my novel about, you know, the eccentric millionaire out on East Egg. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs>
0: I think Writing a book would be something I would like to do too. I don't know if I could quite put it up in the bucket list item, yeah. um, but but it would be something I would certainly consider. Um, I, I do want to try to hit all the Disney parks before mm-hmm. I die. Yeah, I've gotten the two here in the U.S. plus uh, Paris and have plans for Tokyo relatively soon, yeah, um, in a like year from now or year and a half. But yeah.
2: uh, they've got Mirabelle at them now.
0: What's that Mirabelle oh, from, from Encanto? Encanto. Yeah. Oh, yeah,
2: as one of the characters for the meet and greets or oh, really? whatever. Oh, that's
0: yeah. cool. Um, yeah. I really enjoyed that movie,
2: I did too. Like, and I was, like, I saw the headline, and I was like, oh, I want to check out Mirabelle. Mm -hmm. Just because, like, when I was watching the movie with Cassidy, I think we've seen it twice now or whatever, I couldn't quite figure out, like, if Mirabelle was supposed to be, like, you know, a bigger girl Mm -hmm. or not. And then
0: I looked at the actress they had playing her, and yeah, she definitely is Mm -hmm. sort of, you know, a bigger girl. Very nice. Yeah, definitely. um, And then I think uh, I would like to learn woodworking. Um, (laughs) That's something that... uh, You
1: mentioned that. uh, Yeah, I
0: talked to Ski about that just the other day. So that'd be Mm -hmm. something that I'd... It's weird to call it a bucket list thing to just learn how to do something, but to learn it and get good enough out of it that I actually could make stuff. I mean, I know your dad was a carpenter, Mm -hmm. right? Yeah, uh, yeah. My father was one, too. What's that? (laughs) My father was a Jewish carpenter. Ah. (laughs) (laughs) But no, my
2: biological dad was also
0: a woodworker. (laughs) Yeah, I was agitated with your dad one time, or probably more agitated with you because I figured you probably didn't give the instructions, Uh but I had asked you, I was like, oh, can your dad build me this thing and I gave you the specifics uh-huh. and you were like, yeah, sure. And I was like, oh, how much would you He's like, oh, only $25. I was like, oh, that's pretty, you know, mm-hmm. very fair for someone to build a custom size mm-hmm. thing. And you came back with what I'm absolutely certain is his standard size shot glass display <laughs> because it was not <laughs> at all <laughs> the specifications that I gave you. So I think oh, your dad was no, fine. <laughs> it was like 15, 20 years ago. Uh-huh. It, was, it was a while back and I yeah. do have it up. I'm using it for uh-huh. a shot glass display in the Simpsons basement yeah. right now. But um, but yeah, I was like, did Brent not give him this, or was he just like, fuck that? Here, <laughs> 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 I'm not doing custom work for 25 bucks. will yeah.
1: <laughs> no, do what I do. give him.
2: Yeah. No, he would never. He just doesn't have that ethic that, like, if he would have gotten like the dimensions or whatever, he would have followed them. Oh, okay.
0: So, so it, it was my your fault, fault, I guess. And not his. Yeah. Okay. Well, I haven't been like harboring that grudge against him or anything like that. <laughs> <laughs> but against me, you have. Yes. <laughs> And, you know, he is your parent, so bye. Welcome to know, his revenge. <laughs> <right>? <laughs> well, anyways, um, okay, so so now we got that out of the way. Yeah. Um, so, Tricky Dick Hurts, Tricky yeah. Dicky Hurts, uh-huh. um, the bad boy of comedy. Uh-huh. He was played by uh, David, uh, David Joy Willis, I think, or David J. Willis, I'm sorry. Uh-huh. Um, 48 titles to his name. This was his uh, second of four Golden Girls, um, Mm -hmm. so we don't have to give any more information, as we should have on the first one. Yeah. Uh, We also (laughs) have Oliver Clark. He played Roger. uh, Ninety-four titles to his name. This was his only Golden Girls. Yeah. Um, He was on nine episodes of the uh, Bob Newhart Show Mm -hmm. as uh, Mr. Ed Hurd. I don't know if you recognized him from that, since you were a big fan of that show.
2: I recognized him, but I couldn't. Mm.
0: Place who it was. Yeah. Yeah. We also had Linda Rand. She played uh, Gloria Schmidt. Mm-hmm. Uh, Twelve titles for her. Um, this is her second of two Golden Girls. Um, so I guess we don't need to go over anything else for her. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then we also, she was in uh, season four, episode 17, You Gotta Have Hope. Mm. So yeah, That's the about hope. Yep, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's an <laughs> easy one to remember with that. <laughs>
1: it gives you a little, like, uh, spoiler in the middle. Right.
0: right. Yeah. <laughs> and then we had a. Uh, Tommy uh, LaGrua, he played Jimmy, uh, 62 titles to his name, and this is also his second of two Golden Girls. Um, He was in season two, episode three. Um, I did notice that he was, uh, I don't think I mentioned this the first time around, but he was in two episodes, he was, Played the role of Stavros on two episodes of Platypus Man. Mm. So I'm kind of interested to see what Platypus Man is about.
2: <laughs> it was uh, Richard Jennings.
0: Oh, really? <coughs> sitcom, yeah. Was it a man about a man who was part man, part platypus? No, he oh, was a well, comedian. Never mind.
2: It came out shortly after Simon. Like... Shortly after Seinfeld became like a big hit, Oh, okay. you're like, oh, well, Richard Jenny's a popular comedian. We'll give him a show. Oh. And he had this bit about a platypus man,
0: or how a man was like a platypus, or something like that. Um, so he just decided to ride that um, <laughs> <Yep>. train. <laughs> but not very far. <laughs> I guess not, because I never even heard of it. Yeah.
1: A close runner up to Seinfeld's success. Right.
0: Exactly. That train uh, ran a shorter distance than the Miami to Orlando train <laughs> that the Goldens have taken. <laughs> so. Uh, Brent, who is your MVP for this episode?
2: Um, I I guess I'm going to go ahead and give it to Rose. Um, I mean, well, yeah, I don't know. It's one of those things that I think Dorothy's had a, she's had a rough life, okay, but as far as like regrets, Mm -hmm. I don't know that she should really have too many because Mm -hmm. she's got a pretty good, like a lot of women her age don't have it nearly as good as she does. sure. You know, so I didn't feel too much empathy for her. And, you know, Blanche, you know, she's a scofflaw. And, you know, <laughs> while I appreciate a rebel as much as the next guy, you know, it's, it's just hard to root
0: for. But Rose, you know, she's eager to please, you mm, know. Okay. I sort of respect that. Fair enough. How about you, Ski? Who got your MVP? Oh, Brent. A oh, Brent? Okay. Yeah. Okay, thank you. For his recap. For
1: his outstanding recap, yes. Hey, thank you.
0: Thank See, you. I was so close to giving Brent my uh, MVP, but then he just started – manhandling that microphone for the last, uh, <laughs> <laughs> the last bit that he was just talking. So I had to, luckily he did not at all during his uh, his recap. So, mm-hmm. you know, everybody should be able to hear that unfettered. <laughs> <laughs> I promised you a few edits. <laughs> That's true. Oh, man <laughs> of my word. <laughs> so, but, but since Brent uh, disqualified himself, I went ahead and I gave mine to, to Dorothy. Mm-hmm. Although I, I do admit that she doesn't, I don't know. I can see it both ways. It, it's, yeah. Something where she does have it pretty decent now, but she definitely missed out on a lot because of one particular mistake, mm-hmm. you know, as she grew up. So, yeah. although Stan, I'm sure, has ruined uh, the lives of many a woman, mm-hmm. or at least <laughs> exactly. at least derailed. I won't say ruined, derailed the lives. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but,
1: it, well, just, you know, and it's it's a curious thing that uh, Stan is certainly not a a model quality no, <laughs> no, man, not at all. But uh, he's he's. Had, what, three or four wives in the course of the show?
0: Yeah, something like that, yeah. To
1: include Dorothy, at least. Right. I do.
0: (laughs) So, uh, Ski, how many slices of cheesecake did this one earn for you?
1: I I did like this episode. I gave it uh, five and a half, I think.
0: Five and a half?
1: Now, Ed, I did detract a little bit because at the end, you know, Blanche had her whole, like, plan that she's going to seduce the uh, IRS person. Mm -hmm. Turned out to be a girl, and she backed down like a fool.
0: Yeah, yeah. I said, full steam ahead. So, had she had she gone in and tried to, you know, play that hand? I'd be the... doing six and a half for that. <laughs> <laughs> How about you, Brent? How many slices did you give it? Like three and a half. You weren't a big fan of it? I wasn't. I, I think that any one of those,
2: it was like three B stories. Yeah. You know? I, I
1: kind of dug that, though. Like, I thought that it's rare for more than one or two things going but on thought, at a time.
2: But I thought they were three solid ideas. I think they should have just...
1: Stuck with one Yeah,
2: got rid of deluxe. one of them and then picked one of the remaining two to be an yeah. A story and the other a B that's story. Fair, and then fair. you had a great episode. But as is, they were just spreading themselves too thin.
0: Yeah, I kind of, I mean, I guess I didn't think of it in that way, but I but I think that did affect my score. Uh, mm-hmm. That's a good point. I gave it four and a half. Yeah. But it was similar. I just didn't feel like any of the three, none of the three stood out well enough, um, you know. It, like you said, if they would have developed one of them more, yeah. then it could have been a really solid A story with a fun mm-hmm. B story. But yeah, yeah but that's a, a a solid episode overall. I mean, I yeah. enjoyed it for sure. Exactly. Now, even though this episode got a four and a half, I agree with Ski eight slices on the uh, recap. Oh, I well, thank you. Yeah, very well done. <laughs> so you put in a, a pretty good effort, and no one should expect an effort like that for at least three more episodes. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> well, there will never ever be an episode. Um,
0: like that again. Oh, okay. It was a one-off. Oh. <laughs>
2: exactly. <laughs>
1: Pure if, inspiration, though, yeah. sir. Now, if, what if we if, had
0: a lot of good good listener feedback? Do you think you'd consider doing a recap in a rhyme style? Um, uh, like a season I, recap, I mean. Oh, no. It's I just think, too much? Yeah.
2: I think the only way I would ever do it again is if I just decided to do my recap as a haiku. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> 5 seven, 5 I'm out. <laughs> But I, uh, I think you would be annoyed with me if I did. Yeah, yeah, I think that would probably
0: cuz with this I'm like he did this the uh, episode well. Um, I did. I very did. Well.
2: I wasn't going to have you lawyer ball me.
1: You could almost do a haiku for the uh year the, the season recap for <laughs> each episode, you know? <laughs> just <laughs> just <do> 26 haikus. <laughs> Boy, he's really really you yeah, up for He
0: is. <laughs> <laughs> um, a long, long day <laughs> preparing for that last episode exactly. of the season. But, anyways, well, like I said, I thought it was a great job by you, Brent. Um, Thank you. An enjoyable episode, but nothing special. Yeah. Overall. Well,
2: that's what led to this whole thing. There was just nothing to hang my hat on. Uh. <laughs> you know, I <laughs> was trying to recap it. Like, normally I could find a through line or something, mm-hmm. but there was nothing like I even wanted to do a deep dive on. Yeah. <laughs> you know?
0: Yeah, I've got an episode here coming up that uh, I struggle to find my deep. Well, you know, to find mm-hmm. anything special yeah. to even look into. But yeah, anyways, that's not today's dive. problem.
2: I hope, deep, I hope you did a deep dive on guyliner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Had it been mentioned that I remember, I definitely would have considered it. <laughs> but I guess you'll have to wait and listen to next week's episode. For this week, stay golden, Coco. Hey, thanks so much for downloading today. If you enjoyed that opening, you should definitely check out Ashley Jade on YouTube. She has a bunch of awesome compositions on there. If you want to get in touch, you can email us at Sophia's Choice Podcast at gmail.com. You can also reach us on Twitter at Sophia's Choice PC. We plan to have a new episode out every Monday. If you have a moment, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever else fine podcasts are downloaded. And of course, stay golden. Yeah, Ski said that he didn't get a chance to rewatch the two episodes, um, uh-huh. but he would be in good position to sit quietly and observe. Okay. <laughs> so. Welcome remember? to... Huh? Sorry. Uh. <laughs> See? He's the asshole this week. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. I was just saying, I remember enough, I think. Okay, <laughs> Sorry. Good. That's That's I remember enough
2: to go on a record permanently <laughs> as to my thoughts of this episode. <laughs>
1: <laughs> keeping all this, right?
2: Uh, an hour from now, we're going to be back to an eighth rate. <laughs> <laughs> A three.
1: Little backsliding.
2: Exactly. <laughs> one step forward, two steps back. <laughs> Paul Abdul. Is it what? Paul Abdul.
0: I, I don't. We get together when opposites attract. I think is what he's talking about. Oh, okay. I don't remember. I don't know the
2: lyrics to Paul Abdul songs.
0: Mm-hmm. Is that? That's not the one with MC Scat Cat, though, right? Yes, it is.
2: Really. Mm. No, all I remember is the
0: video with the cat. I never actually paid attention. because
1: opposites attract, and you know <laughs> yeah
0: you I aren't probably really, know
1: too much of that song.
0: I don't know that you two are opposites. Um, you're not exactly synonyms, but you're not antonyms. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Um, We're
2: initialisms and acronyms.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm not even sure what an initialism is. <laughs> I know an acronym at least, but yeah,
2: yeah like in this, an initialism
0: is like FBI. Oh, okay. it's where you like
2: say the letters. While an acronym mm. makes a different word.
0: I see. I mean, I'd say you're both anachronistic, but I don't oh, know yeah. You're <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So is it okay if I start this off now, Steve?
1: I, I might interrupt again just <laughs> for Christ. good measure.
0: Mm-hmm. you my blessing. <laughs> All right, thanks. <laughs> sooner we start,
2: the sooner we end. <laughs> <laughs> All right. It's the same thing the wife tells me <laughs> every, every, <laughs> every Thursday it. night. <laughs> <laughs> Sweet weekly love. <laughs> like, my
1: watch is beeping. Exactly. <laughs> so that's why he wanted to do it today versus tomorrow. Right, yeah. <laughs> Can't break <wait> the <to> schedule. <laughs> <laughs>
2: we start, we're going to start this at 9.15 tomorrow, which will give me plenty of time <laughs> for both. <laughs> <laughs> I assume
0: you live about, what, 15 minutes from the house? Exactly. Uh, and, and love-making time is, what, 8.50? <laughs> <laughs>
2: I can neither confirm nor deny. (laughs) You need a little time
0: to freshen up afterwards. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly.
2: Give myself a whore's bath before I come to this musty basement.
0: (laughs) You said it wasn't musty, you son of a bitch. (laughs) You didn't say it was
1: musky. Ah, That's true. Now we know why. Mm -hmm.
0: All right. Well, here we go.
2: I think my old vocal cords are limber enough. For <laughs> you got the old <laughs> golden pipes <laughs> ready to go. Exactly. <laughs>